24 episodes in 24 hours. 1,440 minutes of continuous recording. This is the 1440. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, three hours, one minute exactly. Universal Time, seven hours, one minute, five seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, three hours, one minute, fifteen seconds. Universal Time, seven hours, one minute, twenty seconds. Hi there. Oh, hey, Greg. Oh, I'm starting to get jittery. Are you really? Like, I don't know if it's because I'm not really cold. The temperature in this room hasn't changed at all. But I think like all the my blood is going inside of my body because I'm so tired. It's trying to keep me alive. Uh, Probably. Yeah. I I mean, I think we've done this. I've stayed up for long periods of time before and I think we'll be fine. But I'll be fine. It's going to be a I feel like it's going to be a long haul to seven (laughs) o'clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 1440. My name is Greg Klein. I'm Dave Champa. 1440 is a 24-episode podcast recorded continuously for 24 hours where we discuss many topics, ask difficult questions, and test our, our alertness by playing Midnight Club 2 on the PlayStation 2. We will tally our scores at the end of the season and see who is better and who is asleep. Find our show on Spreaker and iTunes as well as our website, champacline.com this is episode 21 hour 21 it is currently three o'clock in the morning um we're recording it is sunday march 19th you're listening to this on august 23rd what's up oh i don't know we were just talking before we started to jump into this episode about how our stomachs are starting to revolt on us some um, weird shit starting it's to go just on. happening i don't know if i have to go to the bathroom again or what but just Weird stuff's happening, and so we're definitely not going to cut back on the time that we're going to spend in the next couple episodes. But we're definitely, we're definitely starting to feel the effects of the sleep deprivation. So I, I'm putting all my eggs in this basket. Do it. Yep. Oh uh, yeah. So more fizzy water. Keep yeah. Just drink. Keep yourself hydrated. After this, I'm I'm going to have to make a little run to the. To the little girls' room. Um, oh. Is it is it feeling good? I haven't had this since at the beginning of the season, way back in April. Yeah. So is it, is it tasting good? It's delicious. Is it hitting the spot. It's hitting my spot. Hopefully, it'll settle your settle your tummy, so we won't feel as gross. Oh, sucralose. Oh yes. All right. So these next couple hours, I think, are going to be a bit of a stretch. This is the for us awkward bumbling stumble to the finish line. Exactly. So there is <laughs> there's literally nothing going on on August 23rd. So the only thing literally the only thing that I could find for one of the national days on August 23rd is National Ride the Wind Day. Ooh. And you actually this was like the an 11th hour decision for us to do this uh, little little project. So National Ride the Wind Day commemorates the anniversary of the first human-powered flight to win the Kramer Prize. It was on August 23, 1977, that the Gossamer Condor 2 flew the first figure-eight course specified by the Royal Aeronautics Society at Minter Field in California. Slowly cruising at only 11 miles an hour, it traveled a distance of 2,172 meters. You brought up the idea of this uh, idea for us to 
build these airplanes. And I guess this is a book that you're that you'd gotten for your birthday this year. Oh, for a couple years ago, uh, my dad was really into to airplanes, model airplanes, paper airplanes. He just liked aeronautics and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And my mom had found this. She she'll buy me things as mothers do um, on a whim. And this is a book. I I don't know if it's geared towards kids, but it's a book on how to make some paper airplanes. And there's some pretty cool designs in there and i think the book is also designed to be used like you cut it up oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no I'm so a, definitely but it also came with some neat little foam airplanes um you know you get the foam airplanes with the uh, uh rubber band propeller yeah i didn't realize that until i opened it up an hour ago and said hey i got a book about a- airplanes <laughs> hey there's stuff in here yeah, so we'll find out about yeah, this. Yeah, it came with two of them. So this one comes with this one has the the propeller in it and this one has no propeller, which obviously it's you know it's fine. But oh, that's interesting. So I'll I'm wondering so if we're going to we're going to build these sure. during the show. So you take the one with the propeller. Oh, okay. I want you to have that one. Oh, David. And so this one, I think they're going to be pretty easy to build, but we'll kind of open them up. Mine is Yeah, the insertion, the assembly instructions basically say that you insert the wings and then secure the plastic head on the top part of the plane, which I think you might have two plastic heads in yours. Oh, it sure looks like it. All right, so let's get these open. Actually, you know, I'm wondering, I think that this plastic thing might be for both planes. What, the plastic propeller? Yeah. Well, you just trade off? I guess so. Oh, interesting. So how'd you open yours so easy? There's a little perforation on the bottom right there. It's on the other side. I can see it. Do you see it? Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, wow, it's a little okay. perforation wow. there. That's hiding. So, so have you heard? Had you heard of the Kramer Prize before? No. Did you hear about? I remember that that plane. Do you remember? It was like I've, it was, I remember. I've heard of the plane before. Yeah, it had bit, huge wings and it was pedal powered. Yes, I remember. I remember. There's videos about it, and I remember stuff being in like my yearbooks. Yeah, I, I okay. do. I vaguely remember that. Been the pedal powered plane, and for it to be traveling at. 11 miles an hour. Okay, this is hard to pop out. You, you got to go really easy. I would yeah. I would do this when you take it just bend like bend the bottom just instead of pu- instead of pushing it out with your finger, I would oh. bend out oh, the bottom a little bit. I see. Look at you. How many of these have you built? Actually, growing up when we lived we used to go to my grandmother's beach house. We used to stop at the convenience store down the street. Uh-huh. And they had these. This is so much They had fun. these little bagged. Um, I haven't done this in forever. Yeah, so they had these little like bagged things growing up, and you would buy, you could buy the different planes. We used to go get one every time we went up there. Thanks, mom, for the plane book. It's pretty fun. Yeah. So I guess the question is now, how does it go when I'm building this? I want to make sure that I get the tail correct. Get the tail correct. Here's the funny thing: there's no elastic. I think you're just supposed to throw it. Oh, so it's just cosmetic. Yeah. Oh, I think I got that right. Did you think it was one of the things where you yeah, do the? I did. You put the elastic and you pull it back and let it. No, no, like you spiral it. You know. Oh yeah, no, I don't think. No, I think see, that, I gotta, that I gotta pop this little slidey thing out. Does it matter what side that goes on? No, I guess it goes like this. So, this is totally a flashback to childhood. This is so much fun. I know these are these are a blast. I want to so, make sure that I put this incorrectly. Yeah, my dad was really big into gliders as well as powered aircraft so he built gliders i think he and he actually had an article written up in, in one of the uh, uh model magazines back in the 40s i think 
which we have a copy of someplace in the house. Not really sure where exactly. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but um, he used to fly gliders at the uh, at the hangars in Lindhurst, New Jersey. Now, if anyone is familiar with the with the name Lindhurst, New Jersey, that is where the Hindenburg blew up. I knew that sounded familiar. And uh, the hangars in there are enormous. They're just cavernous rooms. And um, did I put that in backwards? No, I think that's right. Right. Um, that looks right. That looks right. Yeah. Yeah, looks right. And um, yeah. So basically, you, you these things would just drift on the air currents. The hangars were so big; they'd have like their own weather patterns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty amazing. And then basically, you got you got um, you got points for airtime and all this stuff and different ways of having them work. I don't know if this will fit. Oh, I think there. Are- I think there are two propellers in that bag. Okay. Yeah, almost there. Oh, yeah. That's good. That looks nice. Yeah. That's so yours nice is the point. North American MK1 Mustang. Mm-hmm. And my, mine is the Supermarine Spitfire MK1A. Ooh. Supermarine. Super yeah, there are two. Um. Supermarine. Supermarine. Super I'm getting some pretty nasty gas, man. What's a nasty gas, man? You just uh, don't come over here for a few minutes, and then you'll find out. Okay, here, here are your props. My props. Your, your, your prop. What's this little thing? Oh, that's the that's the lock. The little the little little nibbly that goes inside holds the propeller on onto the front thingy widget. Oh shit! I almost dropped it. <laughs> All right, so I can't remember my my little my little hand. Damn it! I'm dropping it again. I oh no! Where'd my my nubbly thing go? Uh Oh. Oh, there it is, the Got propeller okay. widget. I found it. I can't do this because I'm, I'm like my are, eyes can't focus you, anymore. I know. My, I'm like go. I'm getting all shaky, <laughs> and I, I'm afraid to push this thing in. Push it harder. There we go. Because I don't want to break the nose of the plane. So oh. here we are building little foam airplanes at three ten in the morning. You're gonna have to. That's we're gonna it. have to go a lot fast, a lot slower than this. Look at that. There we go. Did you get yours? Hey, can we hear it? I hear it. Not really, yeah. You heard it. And then it just I'm just gonna gingerly just gonna gingerly press it on the nose. Yeah. Let's see. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Now I'm just uh, I'm just tempted to throw it, but I think uh Sagan will run after it and rip it to pieces. That's a really solid point. <laughs> yeah. So I would just let's let's they're pretty they're so cool yeah so here we are you can hear it well that took us all of nine minutes <laughs> well thank you all for listening that's the end of the episode we'll see you guys next week <laughs> we're gonna play three rounds of um uh <laughs> this is actually these things are really fun like I have such good memories of building these these little kits they were so cheap you could get them at flea markets and whatever you can and they're so simple. And you can chuck them, and I they're, so they're the ones that you were talking about that come with a rubber band launcher. Yeah, and then the other ones. Now that I think about it, they're generally balsa wood. Yes, and they come with a rubber band. Mo- essentially, it's you know it's a, a motor. And uh, the gliders my dad used to build actually had these rubber band motors, um, but they would they'd be like you know. 10 feet long, not maybe not 10 feet long, but like a foot yeah. or two long. They'd yeah. wind them up with a power drill. Not a power drill. I remember drill, those. Oh, a yeah. A manual drill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wind it up and then let it go, and it would just go and go and go and go. Um, 
pretty awesome. I love this stuff. Yeah, those are fun. Where are you going to put these bad boys? Oh, I don't know. They're pretty fun to look at. Oh, I think I'll put them in the fish tank. <laughs> Just let the let let the water soak right into the styrofoam. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Yeah, they Absolute. won't mildew. They won't get gross. No, no, I think they'll be and your fish will love it. Oh, of course they'll love it. Fish will be trying to nip at the well, nip at will, the styrofoam. It will love it. Who knows? Who knows at indeed. So now it's what are we at? 3:15. It's 3:15 in the morning. We wrote so late or early. It is definitely. What are you doing? I'm trying to fix my position so my farts don't <laughs> smell up the entire area. We said it so it's late or or you can consider it early depending on how you look at it. This is in my mind where the night changes, where people start getting up around now to do things. Yeah, where or people go to bed. So this is kind of where you could start considering this early. Yeah, like early, like early morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's safe to say. I don't think it's I don't think it's it's no longer late. Right, it's not even like late in the evening. Like I'd say midnight, one o'clock is late. Right, but then I, I say even pushing it to two. I'm willing to push it to two o'clock, saying that's late at night. Yeah, once you start rounding that, hitting three three o'clock in the morning, or already in the morning. Now. Yeah, because you're only like two and a half or three hours away from sunrise at this mm-hmm. point. But yeah, it's de- at this point now. It's definitely early morning, right? Because um, there are a lot of people like, what time? Like my mother is an early riser. She's usually up around five five thirty every morning. What mm-hmm. time does your mom get up in the morning? Um, is she an early riser? I guess around six. Yeah. Six is, oh, okay. She's always been up early. That's not bad. That's not bad actually. But it's definitely like this is also the time of the night between three three o'clock, four o'clock, and parts of five. Like it's just deadly quiet. It's the best. It is the best. And I've seen 3 o'clock a few times. I don't see it often. Yeah. But when I do, I just remember how it's just so freaking quiet. Like, it's one of the few times. It is that downtime between late and early Mm -hmm. where people that are going to bed have gone to bed and the people that are waking up haven't woken up yet. Right. So it's this. you get like about an hour of like, okay, this really is quiet. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's awesome. Exactly. So, you you had written that we things could get really introspective right now. Yeah, like this is <laughs> this is the time of night where you start, you know, getting like ugh, where you you could almost be sitting by yourself. Yes, brooding. Yes, maybe not being broody, but you know, <laughs> sitting there and they start pondering the meaning of life. Like, yeah, I'm looking at this plane. I'm just looking at it and just. Oh. Thinking little, about where your life is right now. And yeah, I could be in this cockpit. I could be. I could be flying this almost two-dimensional plane, or a pitcock, or a pit. Uh, <laughs> I could sit here, and this is where my my mind is starting to f- go because I've been awake for so long. Yeah, I can very much see how people could start hallucinating. Oh uh, yeah, very easily. Oh, absolutely. Because it was at this. No, I remember this because, like, I was talking about a couple weeks ago. Um, when Lucy was born, she was born at six o'clock in the morning on Friday, on Saturday morning. I got to work and got up the morning before about six thirty, same time as I did this morning. I was still feeling like I am now because my adrenaline was at that point, you know, I just literally was two and a half hours away from having a kid. Right. So like my adrenaline was pumping. I was like mm-hmm. sweating buckets, <laughs> watching everything happening. And even like for hours afterwards, I was, my brain was still not ready to shut down. But then you hit that certain point. 
and you start that like hallucination point huh. where you're just like, oh shit. Well, like, it's what the, the hell's happening around me? It's the point where your mind, where you can start spending more energy and keeping your mind awake and sharp or you can just let it go yeah and i i guess that's the that's the hard part like do you do you force yourself you like like right now i could be much sharper i suppose and just be like, but i'm it's gonna cost me later yes yeah it's a mental exhaustion i agree with that yeah you could definitely make yourself act differently you can actually hear my voice is starting to yeah <clears throat> you know I, fizzle out a little bit talking about voices i was pretty sure i was gonna lose my voice like 16 hours that was at hour 10 i know we started like okay so we're gonna have to whisper this for the rest of the up like and then it kind of kicked back i but i think it was the honey and the water and then we were just really kind of keeping quiet for a couple hours after we recorded like we would just sit quietly but i can tell my voice is definitely starting to uh Starting to fade out a little bit. It's going a bit. It's not as strong as it used to be. I'm getting a little more like this instead of like this. I'm getting more like this instead of like... So, and again, this is what I'm talking about where I'm kind of losing my mind a little bit. Yeah. Can anybody tell that we're rambling? We're just just like... Yeah, we're going a little nutty here. I can kind of feel dreams slipping in right now. Like I, when I was what's just, real when I was talking to you, like the walls behind you. So you're framed by a window, and there are two walls behind you, or and they started like moving in and out. How the hell are we gonna make it through three more of these? It's gonna be amazing. All I know is that when the sun starts coming up at the tail end of of a uh, hour twenty four, we're gonna be okay. Oh God! I hope we're gonna be fine. I sincerely hope so. Because sunrise is at six forty-five in the morning. Yeah, it's a little, a little, a little more than three hours away. <sighs> Holy crap! All right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think in terms of like rela- relaxing, obviously sleep is a good relaxer for us. Right. Um, quiet time is a good relaxer for us. Greg put isolation chambers. That is something I I've always wanted to do. There's a place in Portland that has. You know, isolation tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it's like seventy five bucks an hour or something like that. I don't know. I'll have to oh, check wow. it out. Okay. But I would love it. You know, like you go into a tank that's got water that's got like a thousand pounds of Epsom salts in it, and you just you're neutrally buoyant. Yeah. You're in a in, and it's black in there, and it's like it's like um, it's it's audit <laughs> auditory deprivation as well. Like yep. it's pretty sealed. Um, I think that'd be great. I, I be could fantastic. Just, yeah. Like if I went in there right now, I'd probably drown. Even though I couldn't <laughs> yes. sink in it, absolutely. I or or my mind would be gone. I yeah. would absolutely love. I would absolutely love it'd to be go in one. Completely of those. cooked. I would like. That. I think it would be fantastic to do something like that. So the closest thing I've ever encountered like that was when I was going to school at the University of Maine up in Orono. Yep. Their old gym had racquetball courts like built in the 50s or whenever that building yeah, was yeah, built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these racquetball courts, there was no way to observe the game in there. They were just for practice and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So they were just big rooms with no windows and a door that, you know, like racquetball court doors, they seal up and they make they go right into the wall. So you go in there and you turn the lights off and it was 100% black. There was no light leak from any place. Oh, wow. So if if you wanted to, you could lie down on the floor in there, and it's really echoey, but completely dark. So you open your eyes, there's nothing. Yeah. 
and it was the most peaceful, weirdest place. That so I've did, ever you, been. did you go in there? Yeah. And just like just like lay down. Yeah, we would go in like towards the end of the night when no one was really there. Yeah, like the place closed at what I don't know nine, and we'd go in at like eight yeah. thirty and s- hang out and just wait and just sit there quiet. That's and awesome. it was so damn quiet. That's and unbelievable. Blackness. That's amazing. I love it. I would love to do that. Yeah, I know it's so cool. Yeah, so I think yeah, meditation wise, I think. I do. I just like to find a quiet place and just close my eyes and not really think about anything else. Just kind of click off the rest of the world. Definitely. Like meditation is about, I guess, not uh, about nothing, about closing your mind and relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I find it pretty easy to do. Yeah. It's not like I don't have to actively think about it, I, but I can just sit and all of a sudden I'll just be, I'll be gone. Yeah. And I can relax. No, that's all right. <laughs> Oh, shit. You know what the other thing is I love that really relaxes me is hot tubs. Oh, yes. I can sit in a hot tub and stare at nothing. I'll just I'll just sit there yeah. and my mind will wander. It'll, it's very... No, I I love, love hot tubs. Maybe because it's very womb-like. Yeah, it is. Because you're sitting literally sitting right up to your neck. Everything else is submerged. Would it be the same if you were sitting up to your neck in hot sand? Oh, <laughs> just scalding hot sand. Or like the height of a hot tub, 104 degrees or something, but it's just sand in, instead of water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man, that would feel so good. Yeah, you, but you'd be like in a, it would be, you'd be like in a cast. You wouldn't be able to move. Yeah. But, yeah, you'd just be frozen. You're just, from the neck up, you're just like, you can't even look to the left. You can't even put your beverage right. in your mouth. You're just, lo- you're completely lost to the world and no so, one's going to help you. So stupid. Um, so stupid. So, I, uh, I'm cooked. <laughs> no, are we? Now this is this is really our introspective time, David. It is. It is. What else? What else do we have here? I, my brain is like literally shutting off. <laughs> I think we're gonna we're gonna snap it like sharp sharper right back up and be like boom. I'm hoping when it's we sh- play Midnight Club in the next 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm hoping that my brain sharpens up here. In in a little while, because it's like completely ready to shut down. I got, a, got some. Pe- I got a pencil sharpener. Will that help? What are you gonna do with it? I want to sharpen your brain. Just sharpen me up, man. Oh my god! I'm gonna sharpen you right up. Um, we could do the would you rather, and hopefully maybe try to trigger some other piece of a conversation if we wanted to, or we wanted to talk about anything else. If there was anything else we could kind of think about off the top of our heads about being medi- med- meditative meditative if you wanted to or or what what do you think you would see if you went into an isolation tank where where your body was completely supported and you basically felt nothing it would be like you're in space i don't think i would actually see anything i think it would just be a completely blank slate oh ooh. like i think i would just be completely just is i would be functional like i would know i'm there but like i think i would just not just nothing would nothing would be happening. Isn't that like the goal? Isn't that like Nirvana? <laughs> to attain that? To attain nothing? Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you... When you dream, do you dream in color or black and white? Color. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty interesting. I'm just looking up something about isolation tanks just to see. Isolation t- I If I could have one in the house and if they weren't main, you know, maintenance intensive, yeah, I don't think I'd ever leave it. No, I would just keep myself in there. Oh, it was first used in 1954, huh? I'm going, I'm t- okay, I'm going to bed again. Greg, you can't sleep in that. You'll die. No. Nope. Shut up. Yes, I can. 
Um, flotation has been widely advertised on the internet as a form of alternative medicine that has a number of health benefits, but the claims are often exaggerated and poorly evidenced. Despite the lack of scientific support, people have sought treatment for flotation for many conditions, including muscle tension, mm-hmm. chronic pain, hypertension, rheumatoid arthritis, the PMS. Okay. Apparently, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, but I, I think that's funny. Like, I, I would completely agree that by lying there and having your body supported equally all over the place would just feel good on your joints. I absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think it would feel absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, stress management is yeah. another big one that it uses yeah. here. 2005 meta-analysis for clinical trials had been conducted at the time found that the treat trials were generally small and highly prone to error, but given the limitation, use of isolation tanks appeared to be useful for stress management. So Interesting. That would be something that I would want to use it for, is yeah. to try to help my stress management because I have a lot of stress. Yes, sir. I would like to figure out a way to see if I could get it covered by my insurance. What, an isolation tank? Well, yeah, not to buy, but to go to, like maybe once a month. Yeah, oh, it'll help with hypertension, or, or oh, my all my joints hurt, my back sucks. Right. Maybe that would be nice. That would be, I, I um, you know. How much do you think those things cost if you wanted to buy one? God, probably $10,000. $10,000. Maybe even more, I don't know. For a good, oh, jeez, I have no idea. Plus, then you got to fill it with water, and then you got to fill it with salt. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you get a couple gallons of water. Probably, probably... 200 gallons of water and then 800 pounds of salt. I don't know. Probably something insane like that. <sighs> All right. Let's see. What really happens is what really happens in the tank when you're in there. So this was based on this was an article based on a gentleman named John C. Lilly. Okay. And according to John C. Lilly, he was the first man in the tank ever. I believe so. I'm trying to f- trying to confirm that right now. I think now. that's funny. Um, that is, that's a thing. Neuroscientist John C. Lilly questioned what would happen if the mind was deprived of as much external stimulus as possible. In the original deprivation tank, you were suspended in 160 gallons of water with everything but the top of your head completely submerged. A nightmarish-looking blackout mask, similar <laughs> to the one pictured there. Da, da, da. So he was. So he would be the first one. I, I think it's a fantastic idea. So what really happens in the tank? Bearing all this in mind, Lily is probably the closest that reality has ever come to producing a real-life version of Fringe's Walter Bishop, which brings us back to the subject of isolation tank experiences in parallel universes. Interesting. Hmm. In Fringe, Walter's sensory deprivation tank serves as a bridge between two alternate realities. Lily believed that his experiences in the tank could produce a similar effect. Lily claimed that the sensory deprivation tank that allowed him to make contact with creatures from other dimensions and civilizations far more advanced than our own. He would forever refer to his very first encounter with entities from another dimension as the first conference of three beings, the details of which are recounted in great detail on his website and really worth the read. Hmm. Lily is an experience that others who use tanks have rarely reported. I I think it all really depends on you... Yeah, like, do you have maybe you know you're into that, or maybe you're 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 prone to hallucinations, or you're prone to vivid experiences like that. That's true too. Yeah, people might just have blackness. You know. Yeah, it says here participants selected from the bottom twenty percent were more likely to report hallucinations. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Ah, that'd be so much fun. So having hallucinations and like 
bridging the gap between alternate realities and parallel universes. It's kind of cool. Oh, you're twelve hundred dollars. Clear Sonic ISO. Oh, that's not bad. That's a lot, a lot cheaper than I thought. Twelve hundred or twelve thousand. Wait, is this what I'm thinking about? Hold on. I'm 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 gonna pull it up and look. There's a hyperbaric chamber for eleven thousand dollars. I don't need that. Clear, so, clear Sonic. I'd think twelve thousand. Oh, huh. it's a stupid. No, it's not what I thought it was. Never mind. <laughs> that was dumb. Ah. Yeah. So that was not what I thought it was. But no, I yeah, I think I would, I would jump at the opportunity to get into a uh, get into an I, I, oh, isolation chamber. That would be fun. Yeah, that yeah. would be fun. I'm uh, I'm losing it. So here we go. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna ask you a question here. Please. So, so we were talking about National Ride the Wind Day. Did you read that whole thing in the beginning? I did. So they said that they were slowly cruising at only 11 miles per hour. Yeah. Okay. In that in the the man the in the human-powered airplane. So would you rather cruise around at 11 miles per hour, like do your all your daily stuff at 11 miles per hour, yep. going to work, whatever, going yep. to the grocery store, or blast around as fast as possible? So I'm just trying to think of like 11 miles an hour. So going to work, I would have to at least allow myself an, like at least an hour to get to work. At least. At least an hour, because work for me is probably, yeah, it's like 12 miles, so I'd have to leave myself at least an hour and a half uh-huh. to get to work. All right. Um, or blast around as fast as possible. I think I would want to, I think I'd want to blast around as fast as possible. Okay. I think I'd want to go from place to place. That way, I just literally could just go, and you would never know I was gone. So it's like, oh, you need you need something from where? Okay, hold on. Right back. They're back. There, it's right here. Boom. I, I would definitely like to play off on like the flash type of thing. Okay. Like have that flash power where you can just go. Yeah, you I know, see that. Speed of light. You just run as fast as you can. Just come go there and back and no one know you're gone. That's that's I know. It's a, a tough thing. Like the um Thoreau in me wants to say cruise around eleven miles per hour yes. and slow down. Yeah, I know. But the practical person in me wants to go around as fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to stick with... I'm going to go with the Flash. I want to go as fast as I can. Flash Gordon? I'm going to go with Flash Gordon. Flesh Gordon. God, how, how gotta, about... How we about watch that Fleshy movie. Gordon? Didn't didn't we watch that movie? No, we didn't watch that movie. Flash Gordon? Flesh Gordon. No, we did not watch Flesh Gordon. It's a real movie. We certainly did not watch Flesh Gordon. It's a real movie. Um, I've heard it's quite I think, good. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with zipping around as fast as possible because if I can get around doing things as fast as possible, I can be more relaxed when I'm there. Good point. Maybe. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of constantly on the move because you're never quite settled down because yeah. you're always late or you're always you know getting there just in time. Okay, now I got to go over here because if I don't. I'm gonna lose my pacing or whatever. Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's a good that's a good idea. I'd like that. Okay. Absolutely. You um, know what I also like? What do you like? I like sleeping. I love sleeping. I really love sleeping. I'm starting to feel lightheaded. I am too. I'm, I'm feeling like really, to feel really out of it. <laughs> tippy and weird. Um like I shouldn't be drinking the, this crap. This stuff is so good, but I don't know. I'm wondering if this is gonna be my tipping point where I can't drink this stuff anymore. Oh, maybe. You might be feeling a little funky just because you're so overtired and the whatever's in that is starting to like 
mess with your brain. I like feel it in my chest. Maybe, I'm like, just, <sighs> maybe just get a glass of water after this. Oh. Still get my water. Oh, you bottle. got your water bottle there. There you Re- go. Of real water. Perfect. Real I would water. go with that. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at this clock and realizing how long we still have till seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome oh, though i mean shit. i know we can do it we're, we're at the final stretch this is like the this yeah is, this is the real push this yeah. is where it's really gonna really make a, a, a difference make a whatever it is yeah we, we also don't do this very often i don't i can't remember the last time i was up for 24 hours no no it's definitely something i don't want to be doing very often now so so <laughs> so we got our other show that we're gonna do tomorrow or the or next weekend for 24 hours right yeah oh yeah no i'll be there no problem. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think we're gonna be fine. I'm just, I just gotta get over this. I, I know, get over this hump. I think once that last push comes around four thirty, I think I'll feel a little bit better. But right now, I'm just like, Bleh. I feel maybe another push coming on. Do you? Yeah, a different kind of push. A different kind of pushing. I might be involved. Definitely feeling a different kind of pressure slash push. Uh, we only have one. That's we, fine. we only have one you bathroom go first. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll warm house. the seat for you. It's your house. You go first. Oh, I sure will. Um, you know what else I like? What? Midnight Club 2. Oh, this? That. Yes. With your, with your new car. With my new car. I changed it. I'm not going to actually use... You know what? Immediately, I'm feeling better listening to this. And I know. Knowing that we're going to play. I know. Oh, my God. This is what's getting us through this. <laughs> it really will. These last couple minutes will get us through. So I ended up going with the Emu... Which is the same car. It's a different car. I didn't choose one of the old cars because we are now able to use this. Um, our choice for the last four rounds is we can pick whatever car we want for the last four rounds. So I'm going to pick the Emu, which is a car we haven't used before. Greg's going to pick. I think you said you were going to stick with the Beastia. Yeah, I like that car. So a once lot. I'm done with my race, we're going to go back into the other uh, round or the uh, car selection screen. And Greg's going to pick the Beastia, and he'll run that one. We'll kind of take times on that. So I'm actually going to write down, before I forget, that I ran with the the Emu. Emu. And Greg is... Greg's a beast. Yep. I'm starting to get, like, double vision if I look too far to the left. I know, right? All right. So oh, I got, man. I got my Umi. I really hope I didn't blow it with this choice. We'll see. Although, if anything, I've learned anything about this. My first round is always, is always my worst round. Yeah, we're just getting used to everything again. All right, it's taking a minute to load. I cannot believe this system has been running for almost twenty-four hours. Sony. <sighs> Every car so far has had terrible pickup. I think it's just since we didn't use the cheat codes. That's true. So That's how's this point. thing handling so Let's far? Find out. Ooh, um, actually, it's not terrible. Yeah. Tops out about 131. Yeah, you're at 137, 138. Well, straight away, what do you hit? 140. Yeah, 142. 45, maybe. 47, 48. Hard to tell. It's pretty stable and ah, ooh, what? dude, how did that happen? No idea. But I'm now in second place. You got you bashed around. Okay, perfect. I think. Oh, this one reacts to NOS a lot better. Yes, it does. Holy crap! 
Oh, it's a lot faster. The other one from before only went to like 135. Right. You're at 151. The sharp turn at the top of this hill coming up here is going to be a real key crucial moment. Okay, you've got you got a bit of a lead. Next turn after this, here it comes. Oh, shitty. I got a shitty-ass sharp turn. You're still in the lead. You're still in the lead. Oh, man. You might hold it if you can keep this. Wow, yeah, the turn rate. This turn is bad. Oh, that turns like a fucking boat. Oh. Oh, nice drift. Oh, it looks like it grip, grips pretty good. Yeah, I figured that, I figured that one out pretty quickly. And look at you, you're in first place. Let's see what you got. 150. That's actually not a bad time at all. Surprised I can still write legibly. <laughs> Surprised I can still talk. Surprised I can still talk. So we're gonna hop out to the race editor, and um, I'm gonna switch cars. I'm going to switch. beast down. it up. Now, how do I do that? Which one is that? Um, circle. Circle. There we go. Okay. Test race and then go back and choose your your bestia. All right. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Okay. Load it up again. Oh, man. This is um this is exciting. We're gonna all right. I see the beastie I like because the beastie takes nice nice long time. It got caught up on my mic here. Yeah, it takes longer to get going, but it's got a like a big throaty and it really it really takes the drifting well. Shit roars. Those guys are already nossing. Yeah, I heard them. I'm surprised. Okay, I gotta get my my bearings on this guy again. If I recall, this this next turn up here at the uh, at the tunnel was tough on this car. Oh yeah, it was. It was hard. Maybe this was a bad choice. Nope, that was good. That it's was definitely solid, man. A little squirrely. Now yeah, you saved yourself your NOS, too. Yeah. That's awesome. That was dumb luck. That doesn't happen much. No, that especially at that spot. Wow. What is she saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to knock. No, you're. Oh my god, though. That wow. Was, that was a luck of the draw. Oh my god, how did I do that? I hit the wrong button, and you're still okay. I though. hit the wrong button. You were trying to hit R two and you or R one. Yeah. I think you're still in good shape that you might actually win this one. Oh, this thing turns like a a boat. Come on. Wow! We both got first place. Are you kidding me? This is going... Wow, 148. This is not going the way that I had anticipated. We're actually getting better. What the hell? 
Who would have thought? All right, 148 to 150 on the Beastia. Not bad. It's actually a pretty good one. That's pretty pretty damn good, I must say. Yeah, I was I was very impressed with the way you ran that. Ow, 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 ow. All right, so we'll keep you up there because you're going to play the next round with the Beastia, and then we'll switch over on mine. Right. All right. Um, all right. So we got our train, our planes built. I'm just gonna listen to the music for a second. I know, gotta get pumped again. Next week. Next week. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do. Next week is National Toasted Marshmallow Day. What the fuck are we gonna do on that? I've got marshmallows. I'm not eating anything at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, let this play while we're talking. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, re- we're rolling out the rest of this episode. Yeah, um, like I, I wish we had thought about this better because I have no what, no idea what to do next week. I, I don't know what to do next week. I don't know. Maybe if we want to do, I don't know, take a look through this book. Gonna flip through that book. Flip that through this book. Good. Watch your fucking language. I like that. All right, maybe we'll maybe we'll jump into that, but we'll keep the toasted marshmallow day just for fun, and we'll we'll keep we'll do the uh, the would you rather's because um, we were supposed to do some card gaming, but I like an idiot forgot most of the cards are still downstairs in my basement office back home. Oh man, so I didn't do any of that because I'm an idiot. So I apologize for wasting your time on that one, but uh, this is helping my stomach ache. I think I've just got. Yeah, I don't know I'm, what, I'm I don't feeling, know what I'm feeling like there's a flutteriness in my chest. I'm I don't like, know what is going uh, on in my stomach, but it's not nausea. It's just like it's just there's something right there and I feel like I have to use the restroom. So I'm probably going to do that after we're done with this episode. <sighs> we were going to get we uh, we said we were going to get a little rambly. But in the last couple that, hours, that, that's exactly what's so happening. And I, I keep looking out the window to see if the sun's up yet. This is the one of the it's weird times where I'm like, come on. Quarter of four. I know. It's like, just get the fuck up. I want to <laughs> go, go to fucking bed. I know. We're doing this to ourselves, though. I know. I think we just need to not think about the fact that we're, what are we, 345? Just about, yeah. So 345, six, so we're three hours away. We need, to, we need to let go of the fact that we're only three hours away, and we just need to like focus on getting through each episode to the best of our abilities at this point right which obviously i don't think is going to be a whole hell of a lot <laughs> i think our abilities are severely limited at this point i have no idea i have no idea what's happening um anyway so i don't know what's going on right. so next week is hour 22 it is four it'll be four o'clock in the morning so i think we will roll it out here we'll say good night and we will see you guys next week for the four o'clock hour so, Greg, take us out. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks a lot. That was a good time. I hope you liked the show. Follow us on Facebook at Let Us Blow Your Mind. Ha! <sighs> Twitter at Blow Your Mind 14. Instagram at Champa Klein. And, of course, our website, ChampaKlein.com. Subscribe on Spreaker or iTunes to this wonderful show. And join us again next week where we keep doing this. I suppose, I guess. What? I, I, sure. Sure. 